I'm Jamelin Stephan, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 21, Desire and Opportunity. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelin Stephan. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello and welcome to the podcast today. I want to talk to you today about desire and opportunity. So this is something that I'm just kind of mulling around in my mind a little bit. I don't necessarily have it completely um, solidified as to exactly what I mean about it, but I feel like it is something that could be helpful when it comes to desire and learning how to increase or decrease the opportunity to do what we desire to do. So I'm going to share it with you today. I hope that it's helpful. We'll see how it goes. A key to our desires really being realized is opportunity, meaning the more ideal the time or set of circumstances around something, the more likely we are to follow through on what we desire. So here's an example. Take a young adult couple that are dating, okay? They've been dating for a long time. They know they're going to get married. And their desire for physical intimacy is growing higher and higher. But this couple has also decided that they want to wait until they're married to have sex. So they have these two seemingly competing desires, right? I I want to be closer to you, but I want to wait until we're married. So for either desire to be realized, they have to have opportunity. So they have to decide which desire they really care about the most. And I think it's best to decide these kind of things when we're not in the heat of the moment, right? When emotions are lower, hormones are lower, and then we can decide in that moment, like, what do we care about the most? So in this example, this couple's decided what they really want is they want to wait until they're married before they engage in a sexual relationship. So they set up the opportunity deliberately for that prevailing desire to be accomplished. To help them stay morally clean, they're going to put specific limitations and boundaries about being alone together in place. So maybe if nobody else is at home, they don't stay there. They don't sit in a parked car for very long at all. They go out on dates with other couples sometimes. And it's not because sex is more powerful than them. But it's just that they understand that their sexual desire is going to feel really strong in the moment, probably stronger than their desire to stay morally clean. And so they want to give themselves the best chance to choose to stay morally clean. What they're doing in that moment, what they're doing with making those limitations is they're setting it up so that when their desire for intimacy is high, the opportunity is low. They're increasing the opportunity to stay morally clean. So here's another example. I love chocolate chip cookie dough so much, and I love chocolate chip cookies fresh out of the oven. But if I eat too much, I feel sick to my stomach. So when I make cookies, my desire is super high, and so is the opportunity to partake of them. So I get them cooked, and I do everything I can to get as many of them out of my house as fast as humanly possible. Because then, Even if my desire is high, the opportunity is low, and this helps me to not overeat and get sick on cookies. When I go to Costco, I see bags of chocolate-covered almonds or other really delicious treats. I just don't buy them sometimes because then I know 
the opportunity is low. When my desire is high, they're not there and the opportunity isn't there. And I do this for my husband as well. And I think he probably doesn't love it, but he'll appreciate me later. Sometimes, let's say I buy a little treat like that from Costco. Even if I reseal the bag, it will decrease the opportunity for me. So if I go into the pantry to grab a little bit of it and the bag is sealed, I'm way less likely to open the bag knowing I'm going to have to reseal it. Like it seems like so much work. I'm way less likely to actually eat the treat. So it keeps the opportunity low for me just resealing the bag. Now, I know this might sound like I feel like nobody has self-control and so we have to keep ourselves cut off from all good things. That's not what I'm saying. Because no matter what, we're always going to have plenty of opportunity to practice self-control. I just think that it's really good to give ourselves less exposure, less opportunity to have to keep choosing that higher desire. So sometimes you're going to want to do what you can to decrease the opportunity when you feel like you have a desire that really doesn't serve you in your life and is going to take you away from the life you really want, by decreasing that opportunity, you have a less likely chance of indulging in that desire. And sometimes we're going to want to increase the opportunity so that we can reach for the desire that we really want. So take exercise, for example. Sometimes the desire to exercise is low, even though the opportunity is really high, meaning there's pretty much not a day that you couldn't go for at least a walk, right? Opportunity for exercise is actually really high, but our desire is often low. So I think it is helpful to make the opportunity even higher. So for some people, just putting on their exercise clothes and their shoes will increase the chances that they will exercise because even though the desire may still feel low, now the opportunity has become even more accessible. Like, I'm already dressed. I might as well just go out for a walk. I've already got my shoes on. Let's go. Sometimes with exercise, our brain will tell us that the opportunity is low. Oh, it's snowing outside. And maybe it's right. But our job is to increase the opportunity when we can. And again, this is best done when we're not emotional about the decision, when we're not trying to make the decision. When we say to ourselves, I really want to be someone who exercises more, right? Then in that moment, we can make a list of possible exercises to do, some outside, some inside, no matter what the weather is, no matter where you are. Like when I go away, I run because all I need to do is take my shoes with me and I can pretty much run anywhere, anytime. So having that list of things that you could do is going to increase the opportunity for you when your brain's like, I don't really think the opportunity is great. You've provided it actually evidence that there's lots of opportunity. Maybe you want to buy a DVD or subscribe to a streaming service or sign up at a gym, get some equipment. Maybe you want to put a TV right in front of your rowing machine, whatever it is. When you make that plan, I promise that the greater opportunity you give yourself to achieve your desire to exercise, the greater chance you're going to have of actually doing it. If you have low desire for something, even if you know it's good for you, you can create high opportunity and you still may not increase your desire because opportunity doesn't create desire. I think it can help boost desire, but it's only because of what you think about it. So you can totally set up a gym in your house and still not exercise. So I don't want you to think that I believe that circumstances or opportunities are the things that increase your desire, right? The opportunity is a circumstance, which means it's just neutral. It doesn't have any power to control your thoughts and your feelings. 
so it doesn't create desire in you. If you want to try to create more desire, you have to practice what you want to believe about that opportunity. So maybe if you set a bunch of stuff up in your basement to exercise, you would really start to practice the belief. Having this set up down here makes it way easier for me to exercise, right? You're practicing a belief that the circumstance or that opportunity is a high opportunity for success. Now, what about sexual desire? Again, most marriages have high opportunity for sex. But if you have really low desire, that doesn't always mean that you're going to take that opportunity that's presented to you. In fact, sometimes, especially for women, desire is high the lower the opportunity is. Because it's actually really safe to want sex when you know you don't actually have to have it right now. There's no pressure to perform. You just get to freely desire without any pressure. And this can happen with other desires as well, exercise and other things. When the opportunity is the lowest, sometimes that's when we desire it the most because there's no pressure attached to it. We often are going to have high desire when we aren't faced with actually having to perform or take the time or arrange it in our schedule. Nothing's wrong with you if this is you. But it's just interesting to stand back a little bit and look at it. Like, why am I like that? What makes it so that I have desire when the opportunity is low? Because this helps you to see that something that's happening when opportunity is high is killing your desire. So often it's that pressure or that should, like I should do that or I should want that because the opportunity is here. And when there's no pressure and you feel desire, that tells you that it's time to start making some mindset shifts around that desire so that you can learn how to take the pressure off when the opportunity is high. The reality is, is sometimes high opportunity is high pressure. But it's good to remind yourself that opportunities come around again and again. They're options, right? They're just optional. If you don't want to take the opportunity right now, it's going to come around again and that can decrease the pressure. And I get it. Many husbands feel like marriage is a sexual free-for-all. And so they feel like because the opportunity is high, you should always take it. Again, that just puts a lot of pressure and actually is going to decrease your desire. Ideally, if you are working on having a more connected sexual relationship with your husband, you're going to actually start to look for how the opportunities are better and better with the hope that the pressure is not going to be a part of that conversation. Now, whether an opportunity is a high opportunity or a low opportunity or a good or a bad opportunity is actually just a thought. You get to decide if that circumstance is good or bad, that opportunity. If your husband takes the kids away for the weekend, your thought is what determines whether this is a great opportunity for something or not. Maybe you're going to think the kids are gone. I have the house to myself. This is the perfect opportunity to, and you get to decide. But it's your thought that determines if that opportunity is perfect, nothing else. Another example is maybe you desire to start a business or go back to school or get a new job, but you feel like you have to wait for the perfect opportunity. And I see this as well when I'm coaching people about sex, right? You want the circumstance to be perfect for you to allow yourself to engage in it. 
the kids all have to be in bed and it can't be too late at night. It can't be too early in the morning and it has to be dark and you have to feel in the mood. And so sometimes we're waiting for the circumstance to tell us if we can go for something we desire. But sometimes we just need to decide that the opportunity is perfect right now or at least good enough. So absolutely, you don't have to start a business, but if you want to, why not decide that right now is the perfect time for you to begin? You could just start to look for evidence that right now the opportunity is high. The opportunity is good. Anyway, I hope this made sense, my kind of ramblings and trying to get my thoughts around this. But here are the things that I really hope that you'll take away from this today that I actually think are helpful. If you have a high desire for something that won't give you the life you really want in the end, do what you can to make the opportunity to do it low. If you have a high desire for something that will give you the life you really want, then do what you can to make the opportunities high. Remember, opportunities are just circumstances. They can't actually increase or decrease your desire to act. What you think about them does that. So if you think it's helpful or easy or perfect, you will be more likely to act. The word should is always going to kill desire. So do your best to think about your opportunities as just that optional, no pressure. And you can decide that any opportunity is good. I hope you'll take some time to increase the opportunities for your highest, deepest desires. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.com.